0: Welcome back, everyone, for another episode of Chew the Bible with your good friend A.A. Ron. We are in First Chronicles chapter seven. It's, today's going to be a, an extra special episode one because I'm recording live on Live Me and an old buddy on here. uh, You matter. You can follow him at Yo You Matter <laughs> at, at uh, on Instagram. That's Y O Y O U M A T T E R. He's a cool guy. Uh, it's so weird how I'm like, it's easier for me to have relationships with people online than it is in person. It's weird. Even on online, just relationships in general are a struggle for me. I was talking to my counselor today about how I do have, I feel like I have the gift of evangelism. And one of the hardest things for me is I feel bad when I feel like I'm not being Christian enough if I don't get everybody's phone number or like have lunch with them or be their best buddies. And I've learned that I can't be everybody's friend. And I feel every like when I walk into a room, I feel everybody's emotions. I feel like the people that need that are depressed and I can sense it on them when they need a hug and they need love and they need a friend or somebody to talk, I feel like I almost feel everybody is a that's another gift that God has given me like i I immediately gravitate. my eyes gravitate to the weakest person in the room or the person that is hurting the most, so anyway, one of the things I wrestle with is like yeah when i can't when I realize I am inadequate enough to be keep maintain ongoing relationships with everybody and it's impossible for me to have everybody's phone number and be everybody's friend and where am i going with this what am i trying to say yeah i'm learning to be able to get into situate like and also a lot of times i deal with anxiety and fear over approaching people who i feel like the lord puts on my heart to go talk to and Every single time I just obey the voice so that inner unction in my heart to say, "Aaron, go talk to that person." And I usually have no clue what to say. I don't know what I'm going to say, and then just something comes out like the other day I saw this kid at the car wash, and he was cleaning on his car. He had all these basketballs, so I was just like, "Hey, you play ball?" And then the conversation went from there, from there I found out he knows one of my cousins and just briefly hit him with some basic gospel stuff and found out he was muslim and god showed up in that moment and then he asked for my number i went ahead and gave it to him but he hasn't even reached out to me since then but anyway just what am i trying to say ultimately listen to the lord's voice you'll learn i'm still learning how to discern the the voice of the lord but the main thing if there's a tug in your heart not like a religious, like, oh, you got to go do that. You got to go do that. And if you don't do that, you're not a Christian. That's not from the Lord. That's from the enemy. But the Lord will lead you. You will guide you. You order your steps. You run into the same neighbor as he's leaving and coming. And as you're leaving and he's coming. Like, And then you be like, you know what? There's, you just go up to the neighbor. You're like, there's a reason why we keep bumping into each other consistently. Don't you think? And just be like, hey, how, just be like, hey, how are you doing today? And then just hearing their story, and then let the Lord give you the words to say. He'll give you the words to say in that moment. And um, anyway, yeah, this I wanna yeah, I'm just wrestling with that a lot. Even as I was leaving church today, I went to a concert at our church, a Christmas concert. It's like a blues Christian concert. And as I was leaving, I was like, oh man, it's a lot of people I can go talk to right now. I was like, you know what? I got to get home. I got to do this podcast and then go to sleep. I'll talk to a few people. Then I got to get out. And that doesn't make me any less of a Christian or any. Yeah, that spirit, of that voice of shame wants to come in and try to constantly condemn me for not doing this or doing that, doing this. Like when it when the Lord is on it, when the Holy Spirit is on it, there's peace. So I hope that encourages somebody who wrestles with like feeling like you got to be everybody's friend or how to be an evangelist so all right we are um and there's and there's no there's no perfect way to evangelize like god just loves your yes he just loves you yes thank you for those uh those star points you matter i appreciate you man i a second. do i have your real name in here so joshua that's a good name yes joshua you one of the 10 spies, 12 spies that had a good report you and caleb um i'm just pray real quick and then we're going to hop into the word Heavenly Father, I thank you for this word i thank you god that you have a plan you have a purpose for each and every one of us i thank you for the people that listen to this now like my friend joshua and all the people that are going to listen to this in the future i pray god that you continue to lead us guide us order our steps uh Lord, I pray for this word. I pray you would speak to us and it would transform our minds, transform our hearts and any burdens that we are carrying, God, any unnecessary burdens that we would lay them off, God, and we would take on your yoke, Lord, that fits us perfectly like a perfect backpack or a rucksack, Lord, because your, your uh, yoke is easy and your burden is light. So, and lastly, Lord, people's gifts, talents, and abilities, whatever they're, Spiritual gift that they have, especially Joshua or anybody else listening. I pray God, you would make it very clear to them what their those gifts are, and they will focus on those and be great at those, God, and not f- try to go outside of any giftings that are not their gifts, God, and send those other people out along that can that do operate in those gifts, so they can we can all work as a body and as a team and flow in harmony in Jesus' mighty name. I pray, Amen. All right. This and after that long introduction um <laughs> my counselor just said good stuff Aaron. All right. Uh All right, here we go. We are in Let's go. Come on. My phone doesn't want to get off of John chapter 7. This is crazy, y'all. There we go. It's been glitching a lot lately. It's iPhone. I think because I have too much stuff on it. All right, we're in First Chronicles chapter seven. And Is it, yep, seven. Let's go. The fo- descendants of Issachar. Descendants of Issachar. The four sons of Issachar were Tola, Pua, Jashub, and Shimron. The sons of Tola were Uzi, Rafiah, Jareel, Jemai, Ipsam, and Shamil. Each of them was the leader of an ancestral clan. At the time of King David, the total number of mighty warriors listed in the records of these clans was 22,600. The sons of Uzi were Izariah. The sons of Uzi were Izariah. Was Izariah. These names, these names are so as something else. The sons of Izrahiah were Michael, Obadiah, Joel, and Eshaya. These five became the leaders of clans. All of them had many wives and many sons. So the total number of men available for military service among their descendants was 36,000. The total number of mighty warriors from all the clans of the tribe of Issachar was 87,000. All of them were listed in their genealogical records. Now, uh, uh, Joshua, I don't know if you're still here, man, but I'm, as I've told other people on the on the previous episodes when I started First Chronicles, bear with me, because First Chronicles can be like washing paint dry. And just like that, I think I lost Joshua. <laughs> yeah, this stuff is not uh, the most exciting. Descendants of Benjamin. Three of Benjamin's sons were Bela, Becker, and Jedio. The five sons of Bela were Esbon, Uziel, Jeremoth, and Eri. Each of them was the leader of an ancestral clan. The total number of mighty warriors from these clans was 22,034, as listed in their genealogical records. The sons of Becker were Zemira, Joash, Eliezer, Eleni, Elionat, Elionai, there we go, Elionai, Amri, Jeremoth, Abijah, Anathoth, and Alameth, each of them was a leader of an ancestral clan, the total number of mighty warriors and leaders from these clans was 20,200 as listed in their genealogical records the son of Jadiel was Bilhan the sons of Bilhan the the son of Jediel was Bilhan the sons of Bilhan were Jeus Benjamin Ehud Kenan Zethan Tarshish, and Ashahar each of them was the leader of an ancestral clan from these clans the total number of mighty warriors ready for war was 17200 the sons of Ur were Shupam and Hupam. Hushim was the son of Ahur. Descendants of Naphtali, the sons of Naphtali were Jaziel, Guni, Jezer, and Shilam. They were all descendants of Jacob's concubine Bilha. Bilha. Hmm. I vaguely remember that, Jacob having a concubine. Descendants of Manasseh. Descendants of Manasseh through his Aramean concubine include Azrael. Azriel. She also bore Machir, the father of Gilead. Machir found wives for Hupim and Shupim. Machir had a sister named Mecha. One of his descendants was Zelophehad, who had only daughters. Macher's wife, Maca, gave birth to a son whom she named Perish. His brother's name was Sherish. The sons of Perish were Ulam and Rackim. The son of Ulam was Bedan. All these were considered Gileadites, descendants of Macher son of Manasseh. Macher's sisters, Hameliketh, gave birth to Ishad, Abiezar, and Mala. The sons of Shemida were Ahian, Shechem, Liki, and aniam Talk about some names, man. Descendants of Ephraim. Descendants of Ephraim were Shutalah, Barad, Tehath, Eliada, Tehath. They had two Tehaths? It's spelled the exact same way. Zabad, Shuthala, Azer, and Eliad. These were killed trying to steal livestock from the local farmers near Gath. Wow. Their father Ephraim mourned for them a long time, and his relatives came to comfort him. Afterward, Ephraim slept with his wife, and she became pregnant and gave birth to a son. Ephraim named him Beriah because of the tragedy his family had suffered. He had a daughter named Shira. She built the towns of Lower and Upper Beth Horon and Uzin Shira. The descendants of Ephraim included Repha, Resheph, Tela, Tehan, Laden, Amihud, Elishama, Nun, and Joshua. The descendants of Ephraim lived in the territory that included Bethel and its surrounding towns to the south, Naran to the east, Gezer and its villages to the west, and Shechem and its surrounding villages to the north as far as Aya and its towns. Along the border of Manasseh were the towns of Bethshan. Tanak, Megiddo, Dor, and their surrounding villages. The descendants of Joseph, son of Israel, lived in these towns. Descendants of Asher. The sons of Asher were Imna, Ishva, Ishvi, and Bariah. They had a sister named Sarah. The sons of Bariah were Heber, and Machiel, the father of Berzeith. The sons of Heber were Japhlet, Shomer, and Hotham. They had a sister named Shua. The sons of Japhlet were Pas Passac, Bimhal, and Ashvath. The sons of Shomer were Ahai, Roga, Huba, and Aram. The sons of his brother Halim were Zophath, Zophah, Imna, Shalish, and Amal. The sons of Zophah were Sua, Harnifer, Shual, Beri, Imra, Bazer, Had, Shema, Shilsha. Ithran, and Bira. the sons of Jetha were Jephna, Pispa, and Ara, the sons of Ula were Ara, Hanil, and Rizia. Each of these descendants of Asher was the head of an ancestral clan. They were all select men, mighty warriors and outstanding leaders. The total number of men available for military service was twenty six thousand as listed in their genealogical records got a lot of laundry going on in the background my bad uh all right (laughs) we'll go ahead and shut it down and we're gonna do one more episode but i'm doing it on i this other one on ig live so brb